Oh, the 80s for the Friday episode, huh? Sounds like safety dance or something. Is it? No? Oh, kind of like Radio Gaga. Hey, how's it going? I, I gotta do it. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. But if your friends don't dance and if they don't dance with her, no friends of mine. You're my friend, though. <laughs> How corny. Friday, November 22nd, 2019. Might as well be corny for my 349th episode. Holy moly, donut shop. I got a lot of them in the can. If it's your first time ever coming over, you're like, what did I just find? This guy's singing safety dance. I can't help but The 80s were awesome for me, and I enjoyed the 80s very much. 51 degrees right now currently in upstate New York. 51 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's early Friday morning. Feels like 47 highs are going to be about 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Wind out of the west-southwest at 14 miles per hour. All the snow that we had is gone. Looks like we're not slated for snow until next Saturday. Good, I'll take it. Our new car, though, is all-wheel drive, and it's the first all-wheel drive car I've ever had. And so I'm looking forward to it because I'm hardy when it comes to driving in upstate New York weather because it's all I've ever driven in. And I learned how to drive in the snow in a rear-wheel drive car because when I first ha- learned how to drive that front-wheel drive, cars were just on the cusp of coming out. And so I'm really looking forward to an all-wheel drive. And our driveway is really steep. It's all concrete, thank goodness, but it's steep. And so as long as I keep it cleared off, when the sun hits it, it kind of heats it up and makes it go, uh, keeps all the ice off it. But if I don't stay on top of it, top of it, or if for some reason it's just the way the weather is, we could get up with our other cars. They were front-wheel drive, but you had to know how to do it. It, it took some skill and more than one attempt sometimes, sometimes more than two attempts, and then other where you're like, I'm just not getting up until I clear it out, put some salt down or whatever. So, yeah, that would be kind of neat. I know I'm rambling already. Two minutes in, just kind of rambling to you guys. Hey, I got a good show, though. I'm glad that you're here. Grab yourself your beverage of choice and uh, sit back, relax, and we'll be right back. Thanks for joining me. Can I hear the, again, just to to tie us out? Yeah, the safety dance. Thank you. We'll be right back. Stick around. Welcome back, my friends. I was talking just a little bit ago about driving in the winter and everything. And speaking about driving my car accident in March and everything. Um, I had my last meeting with my orthopedic doctor and I'm all cleared. I'm done. I don't have to go back and see them anymore or anything. I got my um, last x-rays. I've had so many x-rays lately, enough radiation. Um, but, uh, and I haven't hulked out. I, you know, it's, I want something like that to happen to me in the comic books. It seems like I would have some kind of powers by now. I digress. So what I'm saying, I'm just happy about that. That makes me feel good. I still got aches and pains and things that I never had before. And Granted, I'm older now. I'm 49. But that accident really just whooped me. Like my where I broke my tibia plateau on my left leg 
the other day it was all aching. It was because it was damp and dreary. I'm like, ugh, I'm getting the aches when it's... Now I can tell what the weather's going to be like. <laughs> oh, no. All right, well, I wanted to share <laughs> share a quote with you. I want to do my best with it. And I like this one. I always say I like it. I got to stop saying that. It's hard. I've done... This is 349 episodes. I try to change things up. Even though it's all this kind of the same base, I finally have figured out that it's a personal journal with a variety show flair. But I'll uh, there's certain things I'll say and repeat. I, it's just because you do it out of habit. So I apologize for if I do that sometimes. But we're just creatures of habit a lot of times. Okay, this is a Latin proverb. In Latin, you've heard me talk before how I love languages and I think and just where words come from and Latin is interesting language. I heard it quite a bit because I, w- I graduated from a Catholic high school and often thought of as a dead language, which it is pretty much dead, but if in the Vatican, they still speak it. And uh, I did a little research this morning because I'm always interested about things and to see if it truly was dead. And uh, there's scholars across the area that get together, high school teachers, and get together for these weekends, and they speak Latin throughout this uh, convention or meeting of the minds together. And they're working in places like Boston and Brooklyn and other schools, high schools, to kind of like revitalize the language, and it's a way to learn. Okay, here we go. Latin proverb. If the wind will not serve, take to the oars. Here it is in Latin, and I'm going to do my best. Destutus ventus remois et hide. That's groovy. Apparently, Johnny Ringo is an educated man. No, I really hate him. God, I I love Tombstone. Destutus ventus remois et hide. If the wind will not serve, take to the oars. Take to the oars, my friends. Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, let's do our best. I am curious this morning, like I usually am, and I love that I found the facts site. The factsite.com is groovy, it's fun, you can just kind of root around. I'm no way affiliated with them, so I'm not promoting them. It's just uh, letting you know where I'm finding my little nuggets of stuff. And This was something I never, ever heard of, didn't know it was there, and I thought this was pretty interesting, so I wanted to share it with you, and the topic is The Fallen Astronaut, a memorial placed on the moon in secret. Did you know that there was something like that? I didn't. On the moon's northern hemisphere, there's a place known as Hadley Ryle. It's a sort of dry channel sitting in the West Mountainous Range on the moon. In this Riley is a tiny sculpture of an astronaut and a little plaque with the name of 14 astronauts and cosmonauts who have died in the advancement of space exploration. That memorial, it's called the Fallen Astronaut. But how did it get to the moon? And who made it? And who took it there? I didn't even know that it was there. The little sculpture, though, the astronaut and the sculpture itself is small. It only, when I'm seeing the picture of it, it only looks about the size of like a Star Wars figure, like those little action figure size dudes. 
Not very big. Or dudettes, either one. <laughs> American astronaut Dave Scott. He was attending a dinner party before the Apollo 15 lunar mission. And he met with a Belgian painter and sculptor. Uh, who, this, hopefully I don't butcher his name. Paul Van Hudunk. Hudunek. Oh, Paul Van oh, H. Oh, I'm sorry. H-O-E-Y-D-O-N-C-K. I know you're saying it right now and I can't. So, so those two spoke together. The astronaut Dave Scott and Paul. Paul V. I'm just going to call him Paul V for the rest of the story. Eventually, Scott asked Paul V to create a small statue for him to place on the moon. Scott wanted to commemorate all the astronauts and cosmonauts who had died pursuing the better of space exploration to, to date. So Paul V was given a set of designs spe, spe, specific by Scott. The sculpture had to be lightweight, capable of withstanding the moon's temperature extremes, which are crazy because that ranges from 260 degrees Fahrenheit down to negative 280 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, that's some extreme. And also, it couldn't be identifiably male or female or any ethnicity. So he just wanted this thing, this little sculpture. So separate from the sculpture, Scott designed and created a plaque listing the 14 American and Soviet star sailors. Ooh, I like how they star sailors. This included the first man in space, Yuri Gargan who had died up until that point. According to Scott, Paul V's name was not to be made public so that he couldn't commercially exploit the U.S. government space program in accordance with NASA's policy. Scott got permission from NASA's top tier of the management to take the small sculpture into space with him, although he kept this secret until after he returned from the mission. On August 1st, 1971, Scott was nearing the end of the mission on the moon surface when he secretly placed the fallen astronaut sculpture and the commemorative plaque on the bed of the dry channel. And it's like I said, it's like a little aluminum type thing is what it looks like. It's not very big. He photographed the memorial and publici publicly, <laughs> publicly, there we go, announced it at his post-mission press conference. Later on, Scott did note that there were two Soviet names missing from the plaque due to secrecy of the Soviet space program at the time. Also missing was the name of Robert Henry Lawrence Jr., the first black astronaut who died in a training accident in 1967. But there was controversy, obviously. There's always controversy about everything. Well, the, two of the things, like the uh, this day of history which I didn't even have to look up just because I know on this day of history, we'll find out what happened there. Controversy about that. And then the moon, as I'm talking about it right now, there's people out there that don't think that we landed on the moon and they have also think that we're on a flat earth. But uh, okay, so the controversy, because there's always got to be one year, there's always got to be one, but it's one year after the crew's press conference and their disclosure of the memorial site, Scott had learned that Paul V., was planning to make and sell more of those sculptures. Scott believed this violated the spirit of their agreement and NASA's policy about the commemoration. 
Scott very kindly asked Paul V to not produce any more, but he said no. However, under pressure from NASA and a whole bunch of astronauts, Paul V decided not to sell anymore, even though he did have 50 produced. I wonder if who has one of those and what they're worth. To this day, the fallen astronaut still stands on the moon's surface and most likely will for years and years to come, honoring all of those who fell in order for us to jump closer to the stars. Wow. I didn't know there was something like that on the moon. Pretty pretty amazing stuff. We're going to learn some more too. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. Heading on over to the History Channel's website so we can see what happened on this day. I'm also looking for some other things that are going on too with me. I have, um, it's been forever for me to be able to get back and find a, a new doctor. If you follow the show, you, maybe you heard me say how um, the person I was seeing for my meds and my, my head doctor and everything mysteriously just all of a sudden was no longer there. So I had to go on a waiting list and it's so difficult, you know, to just kind of, if I had it a, a appendicitis or something else like that, I wouldn't have to, well, maybe I would have to go on a waiting list. I don't know. It depends on how severe it is. But to get yourself into like mental health and to get that ball rolling again, it's just such a process. And there's so many things that you have to do. And I had a huge waiting list and I finally was able to get all into the door. And I've been having my meetings with a new therapist and finally going to be able to meet uh, at a new place that's opening uh, in our community. Uh, town over from me, all new mental health facility, and I'll be able to finally start being able to uh, meet somebody on a regular basis and everything. So I'm happy about that because it's just the stinks, the struggle with it. And I, I'm having a hard time sleeping and all those blahs. So I'm looking forward to seeing my new doctor and meeting, and hopefully we kind of connect. So that would be good. All right, enough about that, enough about the personal journal thing. Let's Throw in the variety show flair <laughs> stuff. Uh, I was saying earlier about how I, I remembered without even opening up this day of history because there's just something that was really a tragedy and is uh, on this day of history, the 35th president of the United States is assassinated while driving through Dex uh, Dallas, Texas. That's John uh, Kennedy. Just a sad, sad day about that and it's the controversy like I was saying about other things earlier about the controversy all about that and about Lee Harvey Oswald and was he the lone gunman was he all alone and what about you know with uh, Jack Ruby was what was he all about how he came in and you know, shot Oswald before maybe what he can testify or tell anything else and just it's a crazy day in history. It's one of those things where if you were old enough at that time, you remember where you were when Kennedy was killed, just like I remember where I was at 9-11. For me, that will be something that will be etched in my brain forever. What else do we have on this day of history? Oh, in 2005, Angela Merkel becomes the Chancellor of Germany. 1988. Oh, what a fine year. I was talking about the 80s earlier. It was a year before I graduated high school. The 80s were just, 
the 80s were a decade that I said this before on my show, but in about 50 to 100 years from now, they'll be talking about the 80s historians or other they'll they'll teach about the 80s. And I know we always talk about the 60s and each generation was great, but the 80s, the stealth bomber is unveiled in 1988. The B2 stuff. And it looks so weird. You remember what that looks like or no? It's that big, like flat black, weird looking V shaped wing. Just something so futuristic when I saw it. But I also am in that era where, you know, Knight Rider and that was futuristic looking and just Trans Am or also uh, Airwolf. I remember that show. It was about a helicopter and it could do loop-de-loops and stuff. 1990, Margaret Thatcher resigns. Ooh, here's one. You definitely remember this one because this was in 1718. How could you forget what happened in 1718? Blackbeard, he's killed off North Carolina. Famous Blackbeard. Uh, oh, we just talked about a bomber. Here's one in 1972, though, Vietnam War. The first B-52 is shot down off over North Vietnam. Yikes. 1986, Mike Tyson becomes the youngest heavyweight champion in history. He was only 22 years old. Man, he was a beast. When I used to watch him fight, it was just scary. I'm like, how are people even getting in the ring? And he was just a one punch and you're done. Terrible. Nin- uh, 1900, the first Mercedes goes for a test drive. I've never driven a Mercedes. That'd be pretty nifty to drive a Mercedes. Those are nice cars. All right, thanks uh, for sticking around with me. Well, we got wrinkles on our brain. That wasn't too bad. Hopefully that wasn't like going to the dentist. I like learning things and sharing things with you. Speaking of sharing things with you, let's share uh, a phone call. We'll be right back. Patrick, it's Mylar from Oh, What a Glorious Morning. I just finished listening to your Monday episode. What an incredibly educational show. Uh, I already knew quite a bit about the cow stuff, but I didn't know all of it. And so thank you for helping to further my education on that subject. It was pretty crazy stuff. Uh, I gotta say, I laughed. I laughed quite a bit when I heard uh, the musical interlude that I always use on my show, suddenly on someone else's. <laughs> I, it just reminded me, like, oh, right, that stuff's public. That's not, like, I don't own that <laughs> that musical interlude. Anyone can use it. I think it worked really well on your show, honestly, but it gave me a chuckle just to hear it on someone else's. And uh, I also laughed out loud when you were talking about how happy you were to hear that once upon a time, Hitler was really mad at somebody. I thought that was great. Uh, Anyway, great, great episode, man. Oh, and to answer your other question, I know you already know, but just for your listeners, I am from Nova Scotia, Canada. All right. Have a great day, dude. Hey, welcome back. What do we got? We got bongos in the studio now. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Mylar. That's Mylar from Oh, What a Glorious Morning. You can reach me too. If you're using the Anchor app, it's super easy. If you are listening through another podcast provider, maybe Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Breaker, TuneIn Radio, oh, there's so many, iHeart Radio. Is it TuneIn Radio? I think it's just TuneIn. It used to be called TuneIn Radio. Okay, it doesn't matter. Wherever you're listening from, give me a buzz. Head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. Right from there, you can leave me a voice message just like Mylar just did. 
And I was on my last show not that long ago, and it was so fun. And yes, we t- we learned about cow farts on Monday. Yep. <laughs> okay. And stuff you knew. And the music on our shows, how we can use... Yeah, isn't that weird how if you're both using Anchor, you can use the same thing. And of course, laughing about Hitler. Anytime that Hitler has been upset or pissed or been wronged, that's a good time. That's that's a reggae air horn. Okay, that's what, what are you doing? Oh my God, this show is just all of a sudden spinning hopelessly out of control. Thank you, Nova Scotia. Canada. We live on a planet loves you. I would love to go to Nova Scotia. Canada's beautiful. I haven't been to that ventured far into Canada. Toronto is about as far, you know, Niagara Falls area, but I've never even been to the Statue of Liberty and I live in New York. So what can I say? Thank you guys for giving me your ear and a chance to just kind of ramble on with you. That was fun. I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Tell them how goofy and fun it can be sometimes and how actually it can be educational at times. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Talk to you later soon. Peace.